NPR listeners, my name is Jezra, and today I'm going to be telling you how I got into Linux. In the late 90s, I was running Windows because, well, that's just kind of what I had, and I really wanted to customize the UI of my computer. I owned the computer, it was my computer, I wanted it to look the way I wanted it to look. And if you've run Windows, you know that you will be running Windows the way someone else wants it to look, the way someone else wants it to behave. And that's not quite my style. So I did a little searching on the internet, and I saw all of these neat themes and designs and colors for this thing called Linux. And at the time, I had no idea what Linux was. I didn't know what an MP3 was. I didn't know very much. But I learned some stuff. Anyhow, back to the story. So I went looking around, and I found Corel Linux. This was about uh, late 1999. And I downloaded Corel Linux. It took about forever. It was a few floppy drives worth of data, and I was downloading over a dial-up connection. If you've never downloaded a Linux distribution over a dial-up connection, then... You're a young whippersnapper. Get off my lawn! Back to the story. So I installed Corel Linux, and it was okay. It was definitely different than what I was used to, and I couldn't exactly do everything I wanted to do. Granted, it's been a few years, so I can't exactly remember what I wanted to do, but anyhow, I had to switch. So after Corel Linux, I tried installing Red Hat. And by try, I mean I did. However, Red Hat had no support at the time to hot plug my... Why the fuck is it raining in my place? Hold on. Niaoli, hush! The time is now 3.12pm. Did I ask for the time, you crazy computers? Oh, man. Let me tell you, computers, they are crazy and they will ruin your lives. <sighs> Now, let's see. Where was I? First, a disclaimer. When you are recording audio for any reason, and you happen to have voice recognition software running on a computer sitting next to you, turn it off. Because there's a good chance that for some unknown reason, while you are talking into the microphone to record for HPR, Something else will be picking up your voice and decide to play a rainstorm on your media machine, and then you'll swear at it, and it will tell you the time. This is not the ideal situation for recording audio. Now, again, back to the story. I had installed Red Hat onto my computer at the time, which was named Shai Halud. 
Shai Halud still exists because the worm falls apart and becomes the little maker, which becomes another great worm. Anyhow. <clears throat> so, Red Hot was installed. There was, at the time, no hot plug support for the external hard drive that I had. I believe it was FireWire, and that was a big problem for me. I had a lot of data on this external hard drive, and I just wanted to plug it in and go. Things didn't really work for me. So I went back to Windows, and I used Windows for a couple of years. Then around 2004, I heard this thing, heard about this thing called Ubuntu Warty Warthog. And it was a Linux distribution apparently designed for humans. So I installed it, and I'm a human, and it worked. And it worked as I needed it to. Probably it worked as designed. And it allowed me to access my external hard drive. That was a big win. So at the time, I was dual booting between Microsoft Windows and Ubuntu. And I found myself booting into Windows less and less to do the things that I needed to do. Basically, the only thing I was doing while booting into Windows was playing a game. The only reason I use Windows at all was to play a game. And eventually, I finished the game. And at that time, I decided to make the switch full-time to Linux. And specifically, I was using Ubuntu. And I went onto the internet and learned more about this thing called Ubuntu. I found out that it was Debian-based. Logically, or at least according to my own logic, if it's based on Debian, perhaps I should just be using Debian. So I switched from Ubuntu to Debian. And for the longest time, I was on just a Debian system. What I really liked about Debian was that I could install a minimal system and then bloat it as I saw fit. And to this day, that is still how I run Linux operating systems on my computer. I install a base system, and then I start bloating it, adding whatever I want. Currently, I am on Arch. Most, if not all, of my computers are running Arch, with the exception of a BeagleBone, which is running Debian ARM, and a Nokia N900 that is running MAMO, which is also a Debian-based distribution. After I installed Arch, I began looking at programming languages that would allow me to do what I wanted to do. And what I wanted to do was automation, maybe make a graphical application to do something. I wanted to learn more about programming. And I discovered the Python programming language, which I'm still very fond of. So I was writing programs in Python, and at the time, I was working for a proprietary software company in Petaluma, California. This was about 2006-2007. Uh, and the Python code that I was teaching myself at home, I found to be quite useful in the office. And my managers noticed that I was a more productive employee because I had this knowledge, this knowledge of Python. And I was able to do things in Python very rapidly, very quickly, while the applications I was writing may not have been as fast as a C application or a C++ application. The application was written and running 
and doing what it was supposed to do. And that is the important part. So I was using this thing called Linux to make myself a more productive employee. And that is always a very good thing. At the time, I was using various text editors to write software. One of my favorites at the time was JEdit. And one of the reasons I liked JEdit was that it was cross-platform. It would run on Windows, Macintosh, and Linux. And to me, being able to use the same text editor at home as I was using at work on a Windows machine or a Macintosh really meant a lot. It was very comforting. And it was nice to know that all the keyboard shortcuts were going to be the same. And that the interface would mostly be the same. And everything would be where I wanted it to be. I got laid off. And that's fine. Because I found a better job that's totally awesome. And I also discovered the Genie text editor. And that's what really changed things for me in programming, I think. The Genie text editor is a GTK-based editor. Very lightweight, but it still has a lot of features that I enjoyed. But it's still very lightweight. That is the key. So I changed up from being a Windows user who wanted to play games to being a Linux user who wanted to write code. My game of choice is the Genie text editor. When I have free time, I'm going to hack out some code, something fun that I can show other people and will sort of show off what can be done with Linux. And that is how I got into Linux and the Genie text editor and using Arch, and keeping things minimal. And next time, I will tell you the tale of how I use Linux. Thank you for your time. Well, that's my story, and, well, I'm sticking with it. If you'd like to get in contact with me, I can be reached through email. My name is Jezra, and, uh... You can send an email to jezra at jezra.net. I'm vain enough to have my own site. What a jerk. I also have a federated status.net instance, which is status.jezra.net, and I'm on there as Jezra. Fancy that. All right. Uh, you have yourself a wonderful evening, day, week, month, year, millennium, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Needing you! You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.